0: If you're a fan of the paranormal world, then you'll love WLTKDB Talk Radio. Talk shows bringing you the latest on everything paranormal, cryptozoological, metaphysical, true crime, psychic readings, and more. The truth is here and now on WLTKDB Talk Radio at WLTKDB. Welcome to the official Cryptids Anomalies and the Paranormal Society's Podcast. I'm your host, Barnaby. And you're listening to Whispers from the Dark. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Whispers from the Dark. I'm your host, Barnaby, and today we are talking to Jennifer from Raven Paranormal. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. I hope you are. How's that weather up there in Wisconsin?
0: It is 40 degrees today. It has been like negative and freezing this whole week. And uh, Christmas and all that was was really cold and and freezing. And today it's forty degrees out.
1: Well, I've had the AC on here in Myrtle Beach, so it's been like in the sixties day. <laughs> well, My I could
0: a- turn the I could turn the AC on too. I just gotta open the window. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> but no, I've been doing good. Just been busy. Been awesome. busy with the awesome. team and all, and Doctor Barrett and whatnot. Oh, yeah, so. Definitely.
0: Let's, uh, t- first of all, let's talk about you for a second. Let's tell us uh, about uh, you, what you do, and your, your group.
1: Okay, well, my name is Jennifer Van Boskirk. I am the founder and lead investigator of Raven Paranormal. I started out, in- I mean, I've been investigating for years and um, started out with uh, when I moved to Myrtle Beach in 2015 with a large group here that's located in the upstate and we covered the whole whole South Carolina. So i been with, I was with them until uh, June of 2022. It come to a point that I felt like I was ready to move out. I wanted, wanted to more, I, you know, I'd already uh, learned so much with them and met so many wonderful people during the time um, of my investigating. Jack Kenna, he'd become one of my mentors. And anyway, I just decided it was kind of time for me to do my own thing. So that's when I decided in June, along with uh, my co-founder, Teresa Davis, we got together and we decided, well, you know, let's do our own team. You know, I've been doing this for everybody else and, and promoting everybody else. So it's time for me to do our own thing. So we started it in June and it kind of just skyrocketed. So we have got six members um, and then we have our guest investigators of Supernatural Inc., which is basically Brandon Cooper, Anna Cooper, Katie Stafford and Katie Stafford's wife, Katie, <laughs> which is hard. So they are like our guest investigators. So we're kind of like a partner team. We help each other. So we basically, we have come so far so quickly. Like I said, I just, we just started this team at the end of June and we have now we're getting requests for people wanting us to come out to the businesses and, and museums. So we do offer private home investigations upon special request and review. But our main goal is to help the less known locations, museums, smaller historical places, you know, to help promote them, to get them out there and preserve the history, learn the history. So that is our big, one of our biggest goals, to help people in that respect. Our first big investigation was in the world's largest ghost tent last year, and Pickens, South Carolina, that was a big, big hit. Um, we had people <laughs> in the neighborhood just randomly stop by and wanting to meet us and want to find out what we do. And it was really exciting. So we have come quite a ways. Um, so we try to you know, help anybody, including private residents and private people that need help. But, again, you know, we'd have to look and review and whatnot. So, yeah. So what we're starting to do now is um, we – Research, investigate, and document. So, we like to go into location, you know, get the history on it, find out the actual history, not just the internet history, because as you know, the internet history is not always accurate. So, and therefore, then go in and investigate the location to find out on our own, you know, well, substantiate some of the claims to, of the activity that's taken place and film and get our filming together and that way it would also help the location helps us later as you learn as we go on so we've been doing a little filming we're still new at that practice and i've been wanting a cameraman i've been at <laughs> advertising for a cameraman that would love to come on to the team of course it'd be volunteer position we don't can't afford to pay anybody <laughs> but to help with that you know that would like to travel i know right i wish, <laughs> wish i could pay i wish i could pay all of us <laughs> But we are actually getting ready to go on Ruco with under ParaFam Studios. It will be coming out um, sometime in 2023. So hopefully everything works out with that. And we'll be on the Ruco. It's a lot going on. So yeah. And we investigate everything from cryptids, UAPs, um the you know, anything anything paranormal under that paranormal umbrella we like to investigate unfortunately living in South Carolina I have not really had the opportunity to investigate UAPs or Bigfoot or anything like that so hopefully one day I can get up there to you and so we can investigate Bigfoot
0: <laughs> definitely they're all over they got to be down by you somewhere Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: uh, we, I have a surprise for you, and I'll tell you about that in a few minutes.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Hey. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know about South Carolina, but North Carolina I know has Bigfoots because uh, I was speaking to uh, on a previous episode of the show uh, the curator of the museum down there, and he takes people out on Bigfoot hunts. So, North Carolina's got it right there.
1: I'm going with him. <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. The, um,
1: I also represent Dr. Mary Barrett. She's a yep. psychic medium. Um, she is a master hypnotist amongst she's an ordained minister, a reiki master. You should see the certificates that I have posted on her wall. I mean her diplomas, <laughs> not certificates, or degrees. And um, we are actually going to the cryptozoology and paranormal museum, and we're gonna be having psychic medium readings along with her uh, past life regression. And we're going to be doing investigations there. And yes, he is going to we're going to be there all week. And we're camping at um gosh, I can't remember the name of the campground he told me to stay at, that is known for Bigfoot sightings. And he said he's going to be taking me Bigfoot, honey.
0: <laughs> there you go. See?
1: I know, that was my surprise. I was like, because you were <laughs> the one that told me about him. And yeah, I still um,
0: I was I was actually just on your podcast a couple weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. And uh Mary Barrett was just on uh this podcast two weeks ago. So and then uh the I can't remember the guy's name from the museum. I I know
1: barely. what it is. Give me a second, it's coming, it's coming. Um actually give me one second because I'm <laughs> I cheat. just <laughs> I'm gonna cheat because um oh my gosh, what is his name? Because I'm gonna he's gonna be on my podcast actually. So <laughs> let me just look it up right now. <laughs> <right. laughs> That's so, that's so funny. Yeah, it's wrong my that's what's irritating me. We'll have to look it up so I can tell you. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, what is his name? Oh my God. Don't, don't shoot me. I promise I'll remember your name. Um, <laughs> that is so terrible. I cannot remember, and I'm, I can find it here soon.
0: I'll um, race you.
1: <laughs> I know. Let's race. One, two, let me see. I'm, I got so many emails. Like, Stephen Barcelo.
0: B A R C E. Yep. Hey, right, Stephen.
1: <laughs> <All laughs> right, I can't remember your name. I still want to go big toe hunting,
0: please. <laughs> Me too. Me too.
1: <laughs> hey, well, come on. I'll tell you when it is. Um, I wonder, awesome. I know you're coming to Hey Good Meal. And I, am, I think you're going to stop back by there. Let's see when exactly we're going. Because I think it's in May. Mm-hmm. Um, We are going there. Yes. No, April the 28th through the 30th is when we're doing our event but we'll be there actually that whole week prior and we're going to, I'm going to go out with him. I'm super excited because I've
0: never had a chance to. 28th through the 30th. I'm supposed to be in East Tennessee. No way. That's where Mary's
1: from. (laughs) (laughs) That's where Mary's from. She's from Tennessee. So you're going to be up there and we're going to be down
0: here. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. It's a busy time. A lot of different places, a lot of, lot of traveling. So very cool. Exactly. But, so, um, yeah, so I was going to say you, you represent uh, Mary. Where else mm-hmm. Where else can people uh, see Mary? Because she had so many dates she wasn't uh, on top of. <laughs> oh,
1: All right. All right <laughs> y'all. I have to go. I have to look. Thank God I got my second screen up here. I mean, I've I got my second <laughs> monitor now. I can look. Okay. Um, The first place Mary is going to be is the Haunting at the Mill Paracon, which is going to be. Want,
0: you want to talk about that right away? I am. There we go. All right.
1: There we go. All right. So I'm Raven Paranormal, and and I am co-hosting it with Supernatural Inc. Brandon Cooper and K.D. Stafford it's, um Supernatural Inc. And, of course, you can't forget the wives. We've got K.D. Stafford, Anna Cooper. Um, They are all Supernatural Ink. So on March the 24th through the 26th, it's the first ever Paracon. And first ever anything, at, well, in regards to the paranormal at the um, Hey Good Mill historic site. We went out there. We did our preliminary investigation a couple weekends ago. Froze to death, by the way. <laughs> well, not for you, I'm sure, but for yeah. me in the 20s, it's freezing. That's shorts weather. <laughs> yeah, it is an amazing site. It's uh, covered over 50 acres. They're um, Native American. Um, it, I, I know we found out that the Cherokees were once there. I think it's a Cheyenne. Don't don't beat me if I'm wrong. But multiple different um, Native Americans were there, and there are the only protective um, petroglyph site in the state of South Carolina and it's absolutely amazing so we're going to have vendors as you can see we're going to have celebrity speakers and and our most important celebrity speaker is Barnaby Jones
0: (coughs) (coughs) I don't know about that
1: (laughs) no sorry y'all I was just messing around out there but yeah, so we're going to have celebrity speakers out there. We're also going to have, unfortunately, James Anito, um, due to personal reasons, he's not going to be attending, but we do have another, can't announce it yet until we're confirmed, but have another speaker coming in. But everyone else will be there. We'll have nightly investigations. Um, like I said, a bunch of vendor tables. We're working on getting food trucks at the moment, possibly a band to play. It's going to be amazing. We're going to have lots of fun. There's lots of things to see lots and lots of history it went from at one point also it was part of the haygood plantation so it's just so much to see it's just unbelievable it's very exciting so we're going to have golf carts out taking people on uh, you know around on tours so please come out it's really going to be a lot of fun and we're trying to really boost south carolina because everything's up north trying to get more down the southeast you know so people know i mean we have hauntings and we have um ufos and we have cryptids obviously (laughs) so but and mary will be there she will be doing um psychic medium readings along with past life regression and she will also be offering private readings so y'all come on out and check out the site and you can purchase the tickets on eventbrite and we also have a facebook page just um look up the haunting at the meal if you have any questions you can private message me or brandon We'll be happy to answer them and we can't wait. It's gonna be so fun.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. So many cool vendors.
1: Yeah, we got lots of cool videos. We got people coming from um, Sturgis, South Dakota.
0: Wow.
1: Yep. So, Horn Paranormal, he's bringing his equipment out. And of course, Barney Johnson, Wisconsin.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Mary Uh, on our podcast has uh, offered to put myself under hypnosis and uh, Ma as well. And uh, we've already had people that said that they would pay to see Ma under hypnosis. So,
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's going to be a good time. (laughs) um, And we will be videotaping Mary's Mm -hmm. readings. Now, if they're private readings, you know, that'd be up to you, you know, permission and whatnot. You know, private readings are a little different. But, yeah, um, they're really excited. Mary has been um, talking more about her. But, hey, when she asked me to be a personal manager, how can I say this without offending anybody? I am a skeptical believer when it comes to the paranormal. Definitely believe, definitely have had experiences, but I never, and growing up, I never had any personal experiences, but I was always, I always knew something was out there. And I wanted to know more, you know, wanted to know what happens, you know, it's just, I wasn't born with it is what I tell people. So, but I am a skeptical believer. I don't automatically jump that everything, every little knock, every little bump, every little noise is paranormal. I first go through and debunk every which way I can. And then, once I can't figure out that there's anything um, normal, then I'll say that, you know, well, see the paranormal, unknown, or whatever. So, and I'm the same way with psychic mediums. I do definitely believe, trust me, I do believe, but there's so many out there that for me, you have to prove yourself. To you really have to truly tell me something that there's no way you can Google, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, ask ask me questions where, you know, everybody has a death in the family here or uncle that died there. You know, it's got to be more that. Something that I don't, there's no way. Don't ask me questions. So, the first time I met Mary was actually, she was calling about the Hey Good meal, the Haunting at the Meal Paracom. She started reading me. I'm like, who's this crazy woman? (laughs) (laughs) You know, she was asking me things that I'm like, and at first... I'm going, no. Lord and behold, I remembered it later. The things that I had suppressed <laughs> and whatever. And then I'll ask her, you know, we'll read this person for me. And she don't want to know anything but the first name. I gave her half of a name. Like a nickname. This woman blew me away. I was like, there is no way that she could have researched it. Number one, because we I just asked her. No Facebook, because she didn't even give her the full name. There's just no way possible. And for me to be that taken back when she asked me to be her manager, I was like, mm, yeah, I think so. <laughs> Is she just, she still to this day blows me away. You know, I'll ask her and, and I'm not testing her, but, you know, all she, she don't want any information and that's what I like. They won't, <laughs> you know, you can look and see rings on your hand. Well, yeah, you're married, you're married, you know, whatever, whatever. Or they can just... Sir, I don't, I don't, I'm not psychic, so I don't know, but look at things and, and ask simple questions and they're able to read you, you know, by just going by that, because you know, everybody's got a, probably an aunt, or aunt named Ann, or somebody in the family named (laughs) Ann, you know what I'm saying, so I'm not knocking anybody out there, but that's just my personal, you have to prove yourself to me, just like in the paranormal, it's got to be proven, I mean, it can't just be, you know, you psychic, like when she'll say, you know, something, whatever. Well, that's fine. I believe her, but I want scientific proof. I want some kind of proof with my, my machine, my equipment, whatever. So Mary is one of those real deals. And I've never been a manager of anybody. I've scheduled plenty of events in my life and can schedule events like crazy. That I mean, event planner is my, <laughs> my second job, I guess, because that's what I've been doing. And so when she asked me, I was like, yeah, I'll I be happy to. She's just been out of the limelight for the last few years. She used to be big, big. But when COVID hit, she had mm. lots of death in her family and lots of personal things going on. So, it's just a matter of getting her back out there. You know. But, yeah. So, she's going to be at the Haunting of the Mill. And you were asking about the other locations? Oh, Lord.
0: Yeah. Where else can right. people find her?
1: <laughs> okay. Well, then in April, um, whoops. We, of course, April the 28th and thirty. I mean, 28th and 29th, we're going to be at the um, Cryptozoology and Paranormal Museum. And that will also be the all the, the readings and nightly ghost hunt as well. Then in May, we're going to be at the Bell Grove Plantation. We'll be there from May the 5th through the 7th. And she's going to provide past life regression. And so we'll be seeing that's in Virginia. Then in May the twelfth through the 14th, the Trevette Clinic in Hamptonville, North Carolina. I don't know if you've heard of that, but yep. Um, we're gonna be staying there that weekend and doing again psychic readings, ghost hunt. The Bell, Bell Grove is just gonna be the past life regression. But North the clinic's gonna be ghost hunt as well. And then we go starting to new New York. <laughs> Oh, we're we're busy. (laughs) There's a lot. But all of these you can find um, on um, my page, which is Jennifer Lee on Facebook. And you can go to her event, um, Dr. Mary Bear Events, and you find all of these as well as if all the tickets are on Eventbrite. So if you go to Eventbrite, you can see what all we have up there. But we have the Wildwood Sanatorium, which is June the 3rd weekend. Um... The Cambry House, which is in Illinois, which, that's going to be the 17th. We're going to take a little pit stop in on the 10th and do some um, little small at the Iron Skillet in Pennsylvania. Um, So some of, she's got a lot of members or people that she knows there, so the Iron Skillet. But then, Cambry House, the 17th, that's Illinois. We're looking at... Um, Kentucky, it's called the LaGrange Railroad Museum. And we'll be hopefully renting out a railroad car. (laughs) You know, a train. (laughs) And going to do readings there. So, for that, and then we... I've got others that's going to be planned in between, but haven't gotten there. So, of course, then we have the Upstate Spirit Conference. This will be coming. That's Abbeville, South Carolina on the 16th weekend. And we just got the Hotel Josephine. Which is in Kansas. So that's exciting. Hotel Josephine, which will be oops, the 29th of September through October the 1st. That'll be Ghost got Hunt. just
0: a, a very busy year.
1: <laughs> yeah. Ghost Hunt, Psychic Medium Readings, Past Life Regression. And then after that, we're going to McIntyre Villa.
0: Mm. So that yeah, we'll, one I'm familiar with.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll be there for the weekend doing the same. Um, mm-hmm. so that's what we got right now. I've got more planned, but it's not. But if you go to those websites, I mean, if you go to the Eventbrite, you can go to her website, which is marybarrett.org. You can go to um my Facebook page, her Facebook page. Um, the event page mm-hmm. will have all of them up there. <laughs> so busy, busy, busy. Definitely, definitely. But yeah, cool. and don't forget about my podcast. I do have Beyond the Raven, which I interviewed Barnaby. Mm -hmm. Um, so that will, it's just on, it's on YouTube. So if you check out, um, Raven Paranormal on YouTube, please subscribe. We're going to also, um, have, we also have some investigations on there as well. Very cool. So yeah, a lot going on. (laughs) Definitely.
0: (laughs) Definitely a lot going on. So you were talking about, uh, you guys do investigations with your team and stuff. Where do you guys go around and, uh, like, what areas do you cover for anybody that's down there that's interested in having an investigation done?
1: Well, I mean, are you are you talking about um, paranormal? Like, well, yeah, I mean, talking about like sites like the um, um, Hamlet Depot. Are you talking about like Pickens Museum? Or are you talking about places in the essence of like an event like Trevette Clinic? I'm not sure what you're asking
0: well like if if somebody has you know like a problem at their house and you said that you oh. did some like house investigations and stuff where what areas do you cover for people that are interested in you know maybe need some help in that area
1: oh perfect South Carolina of course North Carolina because we have team members in North Carolina and we will do Georgia so but our mainly focus is north North Carolina South Carolina but um since Georgia's really not that far we are willing to travel to Georgia cool and if anybody like to- has Go ahead. Go ahead. But if anybody <laughs> has any problems, you know, or e- even in other states, I, I generally, if I can't help them or it's too far away, I'll I'll refer them to another other teams because I know so many different great teams around the whole country, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So I'm always there to help.
0: Definitely. That's that's kind of what I was going to say. Is you know, I like to to point out, you know, people in different parts of the country, so that you know, I have a record of of where and and for the people listening as well, you know, because we have listeners all over the country and all over the world and whatever. And you know, if, if, you know, I can't go down to South Carolina every weekend to do an investigation, but you can. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it, it helps to have people, you know, know where they can go for help and stuff. So.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Anytime I'll be more than happy. And we do have our our website, which is ravenparanormal.org. So they can show go there and they can fill out a form if they need any help. So, um, it tells about the team and I need to need to update. I was going to put Mary on there as well (laughs) and need her information, but I haven't gotten that far. Been a little (laughs) too busy, but yeah, please call. We would love, I mean, I did home investigations since 2015. So, and I love to help people. I just, we had one in Conway, South Carolina, and it's just felt good to be able to help her. She wasn't even living in her home and she just bought it. And she was scared out of her mind. So that that felt really good to be able to. She's living there, happy, not scared anymore. <laughs> so that just makes you feel good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So absolutely, definitely. definitely.
0: I just got done um, watching Katie on uh, the ghosts of. It's oh crap. Which show was he just on? Devil's Purge. Yeah, oh, that's what I thought, and I, that didn't sound right.
1: Yeah, ghosts I thought Devil's he was Perch. on that one,
0: but I, I just I just watched uh, that one, and now I'm watching the ghosts of um, the first one, Morgan City. Nope, before oh. that one, Morgan City, and then Devil's Perch. But there was one that was in 2015. It's Ghosts of Shepherdstown.
1: Oh yes, I forgot about Shepherdstown. Yeah, see that's Damn, one that's I, right. I couldn't
0: remember if he was on that one or or the Devil's Perch, and he wasn't he wasn't coming up in Devil's Perch for me. So, but uh, yeah, the- yeah. I
1: Devil's Perch, yeah, he was one of the main ones. Now, the one that you're talking about, um, Shepherdstown. I thought that was Nick Groff.
0: It is. Uh, Elizabeth Saint, Nick Groff, and um, uh, Bill Hatley? Hartley. He's the tech guy on there.
1: Yeah, I was trying to remember. I, I think, think that's right. Him. I'd have to Google him. Yeah, I
0: <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I was getting those two mixed up. I was. I just watched the one, and then I. I watched another one too in there. Oh, I watched um. The uh, Terror Town. Oh I was yeah. Trying to figure out which one he was on, but yeah, yep. Devil's Perch. So uh, back yeah. to him. Uh, you you work with him personally on your team then? Well, no,
1: not what he. Well, he's in he's in. He's he Wisconsin. No, Missouri. He's in Missouri. Now okay. I've talked to him. I, you know a bunch. You know okay. on. But no, I've not actually had a chance until March to meet him in person. Okay. But yep, okay. But he is on as him and Katie asked to what well, as guest investigators. But with okay. him being okay. in Missouri, he doesn't. He's from South Carolina. He's okay. actually from South Carolina, so uh, he's asked us to get together a few investigations, um, and hopefully, he'll be down here, and we'll do them. I mean, they won't be like televised or anything like that. But just uh, of, oh, gosh, I can't think. USS Yorktown, Fort Sumter. Some of those we're trying to work on to get, you know, so they can get down here.
0: Okay. I misunderstood. I thought that, that he was from down there, and he was like uh, like your two teams were, were working together, I guess. I'm, I'm we are,
1: but it's basically because Brandon and Anna, they live in South Carolina, okay. and they're Supernatural, Inc. So yeah. they they mainly, us and them. You know, because Katie and Katie live in Missouri, it's not as easy, but they are part of Supernatural Inc., so that's why they're on my website, too. But, so, if they're down here, yeah, they will be the guest investigators or will be guest investigators with them, but I don't get to Missouri very often, so. (laughs) (laughs) And they don't get down here very often, but I can't wait till, um, hey, good. And he's going to try to get down here more often, from what I understand, you know, but. He's so busy with supernatural ink making, all you know, because he makes all the equipment. Um, oh gosh, ink boxes and nanocoms, and I can't remember what else. <laughs> but so he's Very got cool. that going on too. But Very yeah, because he's been on, he's been on the Ghost Brothers. Um, mm-hmm. He makes equipment for them, also for um, oh gosh, what's his name, Jack um, Osborn, portals okay. to hell. If you notice, a lot of his equipment's on there too. So yeah. But Katie, Katie's a trip. I, I mean, check my I, my podcast with him and Brandon. Oh, Lord, it went off the rails. <laughs> it wasn't very structured, but it was fun. We had a good time.
0: Very cool. Yeah. Well, I look forward to meeting him. I Like I was trying to say, like, back to the topic, we were talking about helping people and stuff. And I find that, you know, watching the different seasons of the Ghosts of Shows, you know, and, and you were talking about that, you know, it seemed like you know, and and this is television as well. So maybe things aren't, you know, as cut and dry as they make it appear. But when, when you're going to these different locations and they're able to tell the story of a town or this area and how everything seems to be connected. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering your opinion on, on that kind of stuff. Have you noticed that, you know, with these different locations and investigations that you go on, do you notice that there's different themes or stuff that, that kind of follow through?
1: Well, we don't, we haven't done a town like them, of course, you know, which makes complete sense what they did. But, but yeah, it just, it kind of does, like with Pickens Museum, of course, you know, in the theme wise, make sure I'm understanding your question. Okay. So it was a jail and we did interact with a few of the previous occupants of the jail, (laughs) you know, including um, you've got the previous sheriff. All right, then you have on top of that when you talk about themes, so it all kind of falls into the jail theme, and then also you have the people that live there. Is that what you're asking? I want to make sure I'm getting okay, off yeah. of it, okay? Because when you talk about a theme, as for one, like I think of the town, like with Devil's Perch, and you know, you've got one place, that all kind of hooks together. Mm-hmm. But then, then with the museum, of course, then we have the people that live there. We contact you. We're able to make contact with a couple of those. Then on the top of the, with especially with the museum attachments to objects lots of that we did encounter lots of that which was really cool i mean it's not related to the jail the mm-hmm. previous occupants it's um like there is a, a record collection in there that you would have never thought you know but actually it was his record collection and browning bryant that's his name browning bryant his original guitar, and all the stuff, we actually made contact with him, which was very heart, a very heartwarming conversation. It was really awesome. That that was very moving. So things of that nature. And there was also things from, uh, what, World War II, things of, but, so if that means that kind of thing. Um, when it plays in some places, it's just um, what what the land that these places were built on, what kind of history of the land was, um, I was trying to think, like, gosh, at the Hamlet Depot, we had, um, oh gosh, there's so many travelers that come through, you know, we really did not touch base anything, like, anybody that worked at the Depot, how about that, things of that nature, I think it was pass-throughs, um, train accidents that, you know, when the train left there, had an accident, was headed there. They seem to found their way there. I guess maybe because that was the location they were headed, or the last location they were. And then again, you have the attachments, just like in other part of the museum, they had um, old cars. You know, back in the day of um, Bonnie and Clyde. Mm-hmm. Didn't get too much there, but is that kind of what you're honing in on? Is that kind of thing?
0: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's it's really hard. Like like you said, with. Um when you go to like a museum and stuff that it's not just that location or the land or the building, when you have all these attachments to all the other things and that's, that's what makes it hard to figure out who this is or, you know, who you're possibly talking to in the story that goes along with it.
1: Exactly. It's really kind of cool. And that's another reason I like doing museums because um just like with Brownie Bryant, he didn't live at the museum. He didn't doubt the museum. Um, but his special, I mean, this were his original, his, after, after he passed away, his parents donated them to the museum. So, that strong attachment. And that was a clear communication. He answered the questions accurately. Like I said, that was the most moving. You weren't scared. You weren't upset. It was just so, you felt so, oh, it's like, oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> um, and then, like, um, there was a set of pistols that were there. A of revolutionary war pistols um that there, there we got interaction with that and i can't forgive me i cannot remember who we were that we talked to or that interacted but things of that you know because you know those pistols had nothing to do with the jail they were just there you know on display then you have the piano from the um family that lived there so there's a direct attachment you know you had sarah sarah I'm trying to remember the name now it's been been a little while but, you know, the attachment to the piano and her room upstairs, like the, where they lived at, you know, that's so then you have that. So you have a mixture of different types of activity, not necessarily pertaining to the jail or what was once there.
0: Very interesting. So in, in your experience of doing this, because you, you've been doing paranormal for quite a while as well, before you, you started this group, um, have you noticed, you know, like we're going back to the ghost of, you know, because of, of KD obviously. And mm-hmm. when, when they have these spirits again, and this could just be the show making it seem that way, but they seem like they're, they're there for a reason, you know, now we talk about Mary and, and communicating with the other side and stuff like that. And anywhere you go, it doesn't have to be a haunted location. You have spirits all around you mm-hmm. and you can communicate with any of these spirits at any time but specifically the ones that are trapped or or staying at different locations have you have you found like similar things to like what they were talking about on the show about why they're there
1: well like you said with the the devil's perch of course um most of the ones that i've come in i wouldn't say are trapped some, you know, I've I've been to St. Albans. I've been to, gosh, I've been to the Old South Pittsburgh Hospital. Some of them just don't want to leave, and you know, some of them can leave and come. You know, you have like, um, where was that one location that we were at? It was basically like, you had somebody passing through, just coming and going. You know, um, gosh, I don't, not as much as like on Ghost of Devil's Perch, no. Again, you know, I can see that because of being a town and how things, were, they might be stuck there. Okay, um, if it was a tragic, see, I haven't really had to luckily deal with a lot of tragic deaths, mm-hmm. things that have happened. But sometimes it's just more, I'm not going to say necessarily residual, but.
0: They feel attached. They feel like they want to yeah, stay there.
1: They yeah, yeah. Or just coming and visiting, or like you know, you know, that was my guns, you know, something's drawn to them. They have certain really strong feeling towards something, just like Browning. He's not there all the time, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like he's stuck there, but he, he has that strong feeling towards them. And so, when we started asking, I feel that he was came back on and, and talked to us, you know, that's just my my take on it. Um, now there might be some, I don't know, in tragedy places like St. Albans where so much tragedy happened, but as for being really stuck there, I haven't really gotten that too much in the places that I've been, but again it wasn't anything like Devil's Perch. Um, I would like to really investigate something like that one day, I think that would be really awesome, to be able to put together like they did, Um, you know, this happened, and this ties into this, and this happened, I think that's really cool, but unfortunately when you just go to one place, it's more that they're free to come and go as they please. And they just want to come back and visit their stuff that they love. And mm-hmm. I know you, I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to say because I've never had the opportunity to do something like devil's perch. But mm-hmm. I know, of course, you know, there are certain things you new, know, whenever it comes to TV, not necessarily devil's perch, but the producers want them to horn in on. And it's just like, um, none of that. I mean, I know Katie, none, none of that stuff, Everybody's worried about being fake. This it wasn't fake. There might be scripts, scripts. You know, you know well, we need you to say this. We want you to hone in on that, or really try to find this. And there's like one scene. Katie said that um, he was standing at the fence, and he had I think he had the recorder or whatever, or the fence, and it shows like a two minute time. He said he stood there forever. I mean, like <laughs> forever, and just get that one little clip. You no, know, because they don't cut out all the times that you're sitting there hours and hours and hours and not mm. getting anything. <laughs> so I tell a lot of people whenever you go into this, it's not like on TV. Mm-hmm. And I know I got off the subject a little bit, but nothing like nothing like TV. You mm-hmm. know, in a 45 minute section, all this stuff going on, all this happening. It could take them weeks or months mm-hmm. just to get 45 minutes worth of show. Mm-hmm. And we sit hours just talking to the dark. You know, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. we're crazy, we're crazy people. Because we go drive Ten hours to sit in a dark, moldy, musty, bug-infested place, sitting there waiting for somebody to go knock, knock, <laughs> you know, or mm-hmm. you know, just any kind of little bump or knock in the dark. I said, but hey, it's my fashion. I love every minute of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. Like it's it it is not glamorous. I'll tell you that. And you know, we uh, I, I'll tell you a story here from this a uh, couple of weeks ago. Um, we had a uh, we do the the paranormal tours of Bean Snapper's building. I think I talked uh-huh. a little bit about it on your show and uh, we had a group come in that wanted to do a 12 hour investigation. Right. So me and uh, one of my other teammates sat there for 12 hours with them and we, we participated in some of the stuff that they were doing, uh-huh. but we kind of did our own thing as well. And um, 12 hours, we sat there and I'm listening to audio, you know, just like running EVPs and stuff and asking questions or whatever and not getting anything. And I, I asked a question, there was a, a, a light that lighted up on the stage there and I started talking. I'm like, is there someone here, you know, is there anything here? And um, we had captured an EVP on the second ever time we investigated there, right in that spot. Mm-hmm. And it was a lady's voice and she says, go back to the bar. And so I'm sitting there and I'm I'm saying, you know, is there anyone here, you know, you wanna talk to me? all this stuff and I said are, are you the same person that was here that I heard last time and this voice came through and said yes oh cool and it, it was the coolest thing I stopped recording and I I gave it to my my other investigator Ruby was with me and I'm like here listen to this and, and she's thinking you know oh yeah sure you heard something and she's like no no it's it's really there you know and and she heard it and we played it for the guys upstairs and but to be honest I mean I they haven't gone through all the stuff they recorded we haven't gone through all ours. But here's a perfect example of in 12 hours, we got one little thing. And that's that's the highlight of the night right there. But it's yep. it's definitely not made for TV uh, production right there. But
1: Yeah, and a lot of people have the misconception. like They watch these shows and think, oh, it's going to be so cool to do this. And that's the first thing if I tell anybody that wants to join the team, you know, look, you know, <laughs> this is how it is. It can be extremely boring. There's been times I've been sitting there. And then you have your eyes closed because you're in the dark and you have your other senses really kicking in. And you'd be like, oh, I'm awake, I'm awake. <laughs> you know, because you will sit there. We could be a whole weekend at a location. And like you said, you might get one little knock or or, or bang. And you're not even sure that that's paranormal, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but it's just the whole idea. To me, it's not all about, you know, yes, I'm more evidence. But I love going into the historic locations. You know, you would say all these places, all this history, and being able to experience that history and to tell people about it. And you know, even if I don't get any evidence, that doesn't mean it's not haunted. Um, it just you know, means we're either not asking the right questions, either not up for talking, or a you know, multitude of things. I mean, because these most, most hauntings are people that have passed away that are not in their physical form. This provoking, this being ugly, this doing that. I'm not saying for all of it, but in general, you know, in general, be respectful. And if you ask the right questions and they want to answer, you know, then they will. So, but this going in and cussing and raising a cane and wanting them to come out, ordering them. I mean, would you do that somebody living? I don't think so. So, and now mind you, there's plenty of dark hauntings too. Luckily, I've never had to... Never had a demonic haunting and I don't throw that word out very don't do it. Um but you might have some uh, malevolent hauntings. Basically if you're mean in life and ugly and old boho and a grumpy old man or, or a woman, then generally you're gonna be that way in death. Yeah, that doesn't mean it's demonic, it just means they're bohos. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't want to be bothered. So, so
0: looking back at you know we were just talking about the ghost of devil's perch you know they had this this monster in the mines and all that stuff and it just turned out that this guy wanted someone to remember him
1: yep you know and that's exactly right to talk about that I interrupted you but that's one of the cases that I've done he just wanted to be known hey I'm there you just acknowledge me you know you know and then I sometimes especially in the home investigations, that's all it takes. Acknowledgement. He Maybe hearing their side of the story. Find out kind of what happens. If not anything else, just acknowledging. You know, we know you're there. You, you know you're here. You don't have to stay here. You you just, just acknowledgement. Um, I had, a, and, and once, some of these home investigations, I did an investigation for a friend who is, she just definitely afraid. <laughs> and I did, and it was a very active home i found we were literally getting up from supper um put, get the dishes mm-hmm. off the table and hadn't even not investigating this most times sometimes this is when you get the most activity my equipment started going off and i'm like on the table on on the bench i'm like what so i started investigating and when we found out who the person was it was a couple and when we got you know went through the weekend and got the investigation basically it was a couple that lived there they love their home they don't want to leave but they they're thankful that my friends are there i'm not gonna say names or anything my friends are there that they're taking care of the home place um and there, my friend would have cabinet doors open or drawers open up and basically i said that's just miss such and such doing her typical routine you open the drawers you're doing her little apron and you know doing a little cooking and I told my friend I said look tell me such and such when you please you know I'm in here I'm cooking if you open up a door or if you open up a door just close it back or don't scare me you know just talk to him like a human you know please don't you scare me I'm here cooking I'm trying to work for this and once all of that things have gotten so much better because they're not she's not as afraid and if something happens, she's just like, hey, miss such and such, you know, I know you're here, but I need to get my cooking done or, you know, I need to get my work done. If you don't mind, just, or let me sleep. Don't bother me while I'm asleep. You know, acknowledgement. Acknowledgement. And that's what happened in Conway. You know, the poor soul, you know, just wanted to say, hey, I'm here. You to know, so making noises, whatever. You know, the land. she was scared to death. And once we talked and she said she hadn't had any more problems. We didn't have to do any official rituals to move them on or cleansings or anything like that. Just talking to let them know that we we do hear you the best we can and we're sorry for what happened. Blah blah. blah. Now, mind you, I have not dealt with demon demonic honeys or anything really super bad. Um, but most of the time so far, I've not had that that kind of issue
0: what do you think about like the, the whole paranormal tourism thing? You know, these people are, you know, these, these entities, these spirits are people for the most mm-hmm. part, you know, and, and you're, you're going to these different locations, these different, you know, hot spots, you know, like the, uh, I can't think of the ax murder house, the Visalia ax murder house. And, you know, um, the, the big prisons and all that, um, names that are escaping me at the moment, but you you know what I mean? Like all these different locations that are historically haunted, everyone goes and investigates. How do you think, you know, you're, you're talking about being respectful to the people and the spirits, you know, how does that, how do you feel like that? They take that.
1: Some, I think I'm on both ends of that. I'm on both ends of it. Um, some tourism companies or tour companies are doing it for the right reasons. Um, get haunted being one i'm actually with get mm-hmm. haunted as well
0: <laughs> um you wear a lot of hats
1: <laughs> i do i do i'm a kind of like lo- i do locations for rob and i believe in what he's doing he is doing it for the right reasons mainly to help those people that are out there that are not able to go not able to be on team not able to go um investigate on their own because of money or whatever but want to learn, want to experience. He keeps the group small, keeps it very respectful. Um, that I don't have a problem with. When you turn into a cir- circus show and, and the spirits, you know, I feel like the spirits, some spirits in most some of these locations, like the acknowledgement, you know, having somebody to talk to. This, you So they're not forgotten. You mm-hmm. know, they're not necessarily forgotten. I think when it's overdone sometimes they might get tired, but if they're tired, they're not going to talk to you. You know, I can't answer that for all locations, mind you, but um, because I, I, I tossed that in my head to you, like, you know, why, why don't I want to go to such and such place when it's been investigated over and over and over again? But as uh, long as I've investigated, it's not really that way. I mean, basically they're like you and me. We're tired. We're not going to talk to nobody. You leave me <laughs> alone. I'll go about my business somewhere else and y'all just do your thing. Um, when it turns into a circus show, making them out like, you know, circus monkeys or whatever, and if they're not doing it respectful, then absolutely not. I don't agree with them. When they're overcrowded, when they're um, got too many people in there, especially ones that not taking it seriously. But, you know, a lot of people, they're enthusiasts. They're not. I'm a serious investigator, so they're just mm-hmm. learning. And they don't. What I mean is going in, being loud, laughing and cutting up. Um, I have been on one where it's almost high as a kite. Um, yeah, yeah, it's not so much fun. And I just think that's being super disrespectful, dressing up like the Ghostbusters or, you know, that's fine for a Halloween party. But, you know, so it depends on There's so many event companies out there that as long as they keep everybody in track, keep them respectful. It's nice to be able to have people out there where they can, since they can't be on teams or whatever. But they need to be taught when they go into these things to be respectful and how to investigate properly, how to treat the spirits, how to not um, provoke, and to help people learn. But those, then you got some out there that just don't care. There's them out there. You know, have fun, go do what you want to do. You know, act crazy. You know, call them names, or whatever. I don't don't agree with that, and I don't think the spirits mm-hmm. appreciate that much either. But some of the other ones, um, I think, are fine and that are doing a good job and trying to help. So, as the spirits, like I said, I truly believe if they are tired and they want to talk to you, then they're not going to show up. You could sit in the most haunted, active place. It's like we went to Old South Pittsburgh Hospital. Well, I know that place is haunted. But I didn't get any evidence. And we were there the whole weekend. But that doesn't mean it's not haunted. Mm-hmm. We could have been asking the wrong questions. They could not have been in the mood to talk that night. Not to of things. I kind of look at them as like, like I said, like a person. You know, well, how do you feel? I mean, they might not feel like talking that night. And that's just my, you know, <laughs> opinion on it. Absolutely. You know, it's like some of these, are, you know, the little small investigations I'm are doing with Mary. Um, that's not what I intend to start now to do. But um, one of the locations asked me, well, won't you tack on a little investigation, you know, that will help, you know, you, us, and them. And I'm like, well, hey, I've been doing this for years. Why not? And, but basically, it's very small. I'm not going to have a lot. And I'm going to teach them. This is this is kind of how I did whenever I had a few people at Pickens that came in as um guest. I basically taught them, you, you you, this is what you need to do. And same thing I'm telling you, they're spirits, they're people. Treat them like you would treat another person on the street. Um we're looking for evidence. We're research. So try to keep your um questions on target you know something related whatever don't go random you know with some crazy stuff like you know <laughs> put it with a time period or if you're in the 1800s um somebody gonna ask you well um what, what was it? was a one investigation it was something that was so stupid um th- that spirit would have no clue what it was and they were mm-hmm. asking you And i'm like that spirit from 1800 ain't gonna know what that is that's the craziest thing in my life i've ever heard <laughs> um you know, that's what I'm trying to do and teach them, you know, have a little, use a little equipment and try to help them. But it's going to be an actual investigation. It's not going to be one of these fun tour things. It's going to be an investigation. If you join up to go with me and Mary on, you know, some of these investigations, you're going to be investigating. We are going to be researching. We are going to be looking for evidence and finding out who's there. And that's just the way they want to do it. They can. If not, then they don't have to. <laughs> But that's just me. It's not for all fun. To me, I'm a serious investigator and we're going to do this. I don't mind helping people and teaching them and giving them the experience. But we're going to do it. We're going to do it in a serious nature and we're going to have fun. But you're going to investigate,
0: you know, to your point on that, you know, like uh, talking about the people that don't understand things. You know, a lot of these people go into these locations and like uh, if there's someone here, can you touch my REM pod? (laughs) They don't know what a REM pod is you know and it just boggles my mind you know like I said we do tours and and these people come in they're like can you touch that laser grid everyone that we knew died you know way before this laser grid was invented in this location who knows what a laser grid is right And then another thing is is you know when you're speaking to these souls these these people have respect you know like sir madam You know, and, and, and stuff like that, because back in the day, you know, like even, even the children, um, if if you're trying to talk to like a younger entity, they don't know, you know, certain terminologies that we have today, you know, Mm -hmm. it's lad and laddie or lass, you know, or, you know, you really need to, when you go to these locations, learn about where you're going. Like you said, the history and speak their language you know, yep. speak them in a, in terminology and know the era and stuff that you intend to communicate with. Because like you said, you know, you could, you can communicate with your, your grandmother, your mother, your aunt, uncle that has passed anywhere in the world. But yep. when you go to these places where they're, they're, they're living there, where they're staying trapped or, or just feel like home to them, you need to <laughs> understand who you're talking to.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and frame your questions. You know, these random things, you know, I, God, I, just, I went blank on what this one, like one place I went. I'm like, I was just shaking my head. I'm like, they're just randomly thrown out. They're not pinpointing. They're, they're just, what's your favorite color? Um, uh, To me, I want to know, okay, what's your name? Okay. Well, okay, first, are you a male or female? Are you a child? Or are you an adult? You know, if, if you're getting answers well, can you tell me your name? And like I said, don't say, go touch that REM pod. They're going to be like, what's that? I try to make sure I say, and I always introduce myself. My name's Jennifer. I'm here just to talk with you and communicate and see if there's anything that you need help with, you know, and uh, we're not here to hurt you. Um, and then I'll say, you know, if you're here, we have a little round box sitting on the floor. It won't hurt you. If you just get near it, it'll go off and um, I will know that you're here. Because I don't even know what rampod is. They're going, <laughs> I was from 180s and going it's crazy people don't know what in the world. I said, What is that? It might shoot me into the next planet somewhere. <laughs> you know, because mm-hmm. it looks like a bomb. I mean, it really does. <laughs> so um, but try and that's the whole thing too with investigating. I found do your research. Because um, I know lots of people they don't want to go into a blind not wanting to know anything, but that's fine too. But sometimes it takes a little bit of prior knowledge to go in and say, well, we know that um, John Doe was here. He lived here in this house. We know he had four kids and their names. So you, when you start the questioning into a point, you know, well, were there, um, I don't know, um, were their ships captain. And I don't know. just throw that one where I came up with that. You know, <laughs> basic around those questions. Don't go out there and say, um, oh, did you drive old Ford? It's something that's totally off that has nothing related to it, at least have some point of direction instead of just going off like crazy people asking all these stupid questions, you know, that you're not going to, generally you won't get answers to because to me, you're not going to start interaction unless you hit on that one question, that one couple questions that relate, and then you'll start getting communication if they want to communicate with you.
0: My, my all-time favorite uh, dumb question, I guess, is uh, I was on an investigation. I won't say who because the people know who it was. But they, they asked, if there's anyone here with us, can you knock once for yes or twice for no? No. Okay. No one's here. No one is here. No one is here tonight. <laughs> nope. Okay. And we, we all just turned and looked at him like, oh my lord! I give up! I give up, man. There's there's only so much we can do with this. So. Oh, that is too
1: funny. I'm going okay. Um, yes, I'm here. Yes, I'm here. No, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it mean, Oh my god. Yeah.
0: And just you got to be thinking if you know if there's a spirit <laughs> sitting on the other side, they're going, oh, I'm just going to knock twice because you know. <laughs> <laughs> No, I am not here. There you go.
1: Probably be that spirit. I'm like, I would go like, who are these people? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're not the spirits are not stupid. Yeah. Come on, now they're just not in their physical form. Can you imagine what some of these spirits out there, you know, just poor souls that are out there, and the people come and asking these stupid Crazy questions. I don't mean necessarily stupid. I'm not knocking, but yeah, some off the wall stuff in there. I could see them if it were me, and I was right there. I'd be going. <sighs> that's exactly that's, what I'll be doing. That's where you scared.
0: hear on these these EVP sessions, and you hear that deep sigh. That's what yeah. it is. <sighs> that's exactly this, right. this again.
1: <laughs> oh my we, god! We
0: understand. We've made a breakthrough here now.
1: <laughs> I know. but you're right. and in, in unfortunately you know we're not knocking it some beginners you don't think about it you knock once for yes two for no but it, you know that's okay if you're here but there's so many you know, that's why those beginners that don't really know it takes us as if in tour you know, if we're doing a little ghost tour or event that we need to help them and only us can put them in the right direction you know? and if they're not willing to do that then they don't need to be there because i'm not disrespecting anybody and and I don't like the word I know is the th- ghost hunter. I don't like that terminology, but that's I mean that's what everybody knows. When if I say I'm a paranormal investigator, they go, huh? Ghost hunter. I don't hunt people. You know, and that to me, I don't hunt people. But and that's what we're doing is we're just talking to people to find out, you know, do they are they trapped? Do they need help? Do they want to talk? You I know, mean, is there anything you want to tell us? Is something happened to you that you know, and they may get tired of telling their story over and over, but then again, they might be there and want to talk to people. It just my son who's on the team said the perfect thing analogy is going ghost hunting is like going fishing. You know, there's fish out there, tons of fish out there. You could sit there all day long. Not one nibble. You know, so that's I tell people and when they go, don't expect to get something to Every time you go. It took me, um, gosh, years. My first big breakthrough in evidence, solid evidence, was at St. Albans. We spoke, I spoke with Steve down in the lecture shop therapy room. Me and three, two other investigators. It was the most extraordinary experience. All the stuff you see on TV, the hair standing up on your arm. He you started communicating through the K2 meter. If anybody knows St. Albans, this is... In the middle of nowhere, and we were down in the basement—not the sub-basement, the basement. No electricity, anything. And he was responding to that. We went all the way back upstairs to get the so i mean, the um, um, spirit box. Came all the way back downstairs, and he was still communicating with us. He said my name. Um, he told us I think there was like eight spirits down there with us. He was sad. I mean, it was a full-on conversation that lasted for quite a while so the, all that stuff that you get and I'm not good with spirit boxes I don't tend to use them unless I know it's in an area that there's no radio interference because you can make anything out of a little blurb mm-hmm. to fit this situation so if I'm getting a lot of radio interference and no, I don't I don't use it you know it's just I there's too many people out there that I've investigated with that drive me bonkers that every little hmm or a little or, or something is the word. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Mm-mm. So, to those out there that are wanting to do it, you need to do, but sometimes it does take a while. Sometimes I got to the point I was thinking, Was it me? Would I have bad energy? Did I do this? What am doing wrong? But sometimes it just takes that right. And then from there on out, it's just like, I get, you know, I do get evidence. Not every single place, but I'm not knocking that there's they're not haunted. It's just they don't want to talk to me right then, or I'm not asking the right questions.
0: So we had an investigation that we got called to do and uh, we had very, very little evidence from that night, right? Like REM pod went off once, maybe twice, whatever EMF spikes. Didn't think there was anything there. We went back and we went home and we caught like full conversations on EVP from audio recorders that we had left around the property. And uh, so just because, you know you 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 seem like there's nothing there or you get disheartened thinking you know oh, there's there's nothing going on sometimes you got to go back and check all the stuff that you've recorded you know
1: yeah it takes that's a lot of work and a lot of time <laughs> and that's the other thing people don't realize when they watch the tv shows it's a lot of work and it's a lot of footage say if you set up your dvr or whatever for the whole weekend that means you've got hours and hours and hours of dvr footage you have to watch
0: And same goes for voice
1: recorders. If you set one up, you're talking about hours. And so it's not all fun and games. You you really have to be passionate about it. If you really want to be a true investigator, you have to be passionate about it because it's boring as crap. (laughs) Whenever, you know, you're sitting there and there's nothing going on, um, or you're sitting there having to watch hours and hours of footage, it can get very boring. And you know that. Mm But as soon as as you're not expecting this, just like you're sitting in a location or even like out in the woods, hunting Bigfoot or whatever, you could be out there for hours and hours and hours. And as soon as you get ready to leave, this is what happens to us. As soon as you say, okay, well, you don't want to talk to us. We're going to go now. You know, we're going on, moving on to something happens. Everything happens. And then you wait hours and hours again. (sighs) Okay, nothing's happened. All right, we're gone. See, I'm like, really? Seriously? Make mm-hmm. up your mind. Do you want us to stay or do you want us to leave?
0: <laughs> nope. That has happened more times than not on all of our paranormal stuff. It's all right. Thank you for talking to us. You know, we're going to head out. You know, if you tried to communicate, great. If not, and then brr, everything just goes off and yeah, every time.
1: Exactly. You know, go, so, go. <laughs> I know. it's like, well,
0: well then talk to us.
1: <laughs> I do. I say, do you want us to stay? If you want to talk, we can talk. And, oh my gosh. There's, <laughs> There was a time, I actually, um, Teresa, the co-founder, and I, we were at a, I can't tell the name of it, but we were at a motel or an inn, and we were standing in the haunted room. Um, And just as the this goes back to the thing about, it's just, they're, they're people. All right, so we were getting ready to go out to the vineyard and going to do some investigating out there because nothing was happening in the room. As soon as we got up, the ramparts started going off the middle of the floor. And then the boo-bear started going off. All right, so we investigated, investigated, and then it kind of stopped. Um, it was about time to go to bed, right? And the, the boo bear kept going off the boo bear and then the, the rim pod. And you know what I said, Teresa died at this. I said, okay, you guys, it is bedtime. It is night, night time. Cause we knew there was a child spirit in there. It is night, night time. We're going to go to bed. So y'all please let us sleep and we'll talk to you in the morning. I want you to know that everything stopped and didn't start back until daylight the next day. And it, it was a child. We were talking with the child, she loved the boo bear and everything. Um, but it's just treat them like humans, okay? And we knew it was a child because of some of the evidence we'd been getting. And I was like, Okay, honey, it's night-night time. just like I did with my kids. we little, it's night, time. Let us go to sleep. You know, you go to bed and we'll talk to you in the morning. You know, let us get some sleep. It did everything, quit just, just like that. And then, as soon as it was daybreak, though, she started again. <laughs> so, just it's just a matter of being respectful and being, treating them like people. And and please, don't don't take me wrong, people out there. Listen, there are so many other cases out there that they're bad spirits, you know, might be mm-hmm. malevolent, that it doesn't always work that way. But in my instances so far, I've been very fortunate that most of the spirits I spoke with are kind, needing help. I mean, there's been a few that have been like, you know, but nothing bad. So all types of different honeys take a different types of investigations.
0: Very good. All right. Well, we are up here at the end of the show today. So I want to thank you for finally, uh, scheduling and getting on here. I know we, <laughs> it's been a while since I was on yours and we were supposed to record it right after and things oh, no. happened. And I'm so, so sorry. That's well, all right. We got it all scheduled out here. And, uh, so one more time, where can people find Raven Paranormal if they uh, need some help down in the Carolinas? And where can they reach out to you? All right. Well, you can go to our website, which is ravenparanormal.org. Or you can also
1: go on our Facebook page, which is ravenparanormal.investigations. Um, uh, so those are the best two places to get us. And uh, just send us a, you can private message me or you can fill out. We have a form online that also will, um, if you need help, private investigation, just fill that out and it will come straight to me. And if there's anyone out there that would like to join a team and you have camera knowledge, preferably, you know, being a cameraman with the possibility of moving into an investigator, we're filming for our RUCO channel. And so we would love to have you. Again, it's not a paying job. It's for the fun. You get to go to these haunted locations, um, interact with the spirits. But we just need somebody that has knowledge of filming, pre- and post-production, lighting, audio, anybody that has that, just reach out to me. And it's Jennifer Lee on Facebook or Raven ravenparanormal.investigations. We would love, love to have you. Or you can go on ravenparanormal.org and there is a team um, where you can join the team and just fill out that.
0: Awesome. And uh, you have a podcast as well. Tell everybody where they can listen to that and what it's called. Oh, sorry, but oh, I forgot about it. It's Beyond the Raven. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Beyond the Raven where we talk like, talk with Barnaby and we um several different guests we try to learn about it's kind of like educational but also getting it's all about paranormal unity meeting our fellow investigators and learning from them but if you go to youtube it's Raven Paranormal I think it's at Raven Paranormal we also have investigations for Pickens um and other investigations that we, we will put up there little snippets of it and um but youtube uh, right now we we'll actually you can go root to you know, YouTube. Spotify or anchor, which basically covers all of the streaming channels. Apple podcast. Um, so, but our main, main one is going to be on YouTube Raven
0: Paranormal. Very cool. And again, if you want to give a shout out for Mary, where can we get more information on her?
1: All right, please, please come and see Mary. She's an amazing person. And she does. She, um, she offers online readings um, or, you know, she'll do them online over the telephone But if you go to marybarrett.org, that is her webpage. You can go to her Facebook page, which is Dr. Mary Barrett Events or Dr. Mary Barrett. She's got like several different pages, actually. But any of those pages, um, you'll find all of our events up there and Eventbrite. Eventbrite will have all of our upcoming events that are coming up and come out to see us. And also come out to see us at Hey Good Meal at the hunting at the mill and it's going to be really a lot of fun we are so looking forward to it and no barnaby is i can't wait to meet him in person (laughs) be ready for these investigations this place has never been investigated ever Awesome.
0: i look forward to it now hopefully everyone watching our show on youtube and stuff will we'll definitely have an episode on all this coming out uh in in the future then too so
1: Absolutely. It's going to be a great
0: event. I've I, I can't say enough good stuff about Jeremy Leonard. I've, I've met him and uh, worked with him in the past. And Jeremy's a great guy. And Mary Barrett's there. And uh, I'm looking forward to meeting Katie as well. And uh, um, Brandy. Right. I'm trying, looking at a little yeah. screen here. It
1: was hard for me to get that on there, actually. But, yes, Brandy Marie and Jeremy Leonard. They're from 28 Days Haunted. Sound yes. by yes. Um, He is Wow, she's the one of so many. Sam, I can't tell all the, all the ones you've been on, but the most recent one I can remember is the Lizzie Borden. Curse of Lizzie Borden. He is actually related to the Bordens and I think both sides. Anyway, he's an amazing person. Um, Aaron Thompson. I think Aaron was on... Was he on 28 Days Haunted too? I think he may have been too. Um, Mary Jo Chudley. She has been on a haunting. She's been on several things too, but most recently was Destination Fear. She is a collector of haunted objects. Um, started out by, she got these dolls. I think I don't, Mary Jo, I'm not going to tell your whole story because I can't remember if it's for your mother <laughs> you were getting them for or you, she told me. Um, but it was a bad move because it was really bad on her and her husband, James Anudo. She contacted him and she, he told her how to bless these dolls and how to store them away. She didn't want to give them away, or get rid of them in the chance of somebody else. They they had a lot of health problems, almost. Correct me if I'm wrong, Mary Jo, but I think they almost, she almost died. It was bad. It was really bad. Um. So, she's going to be there. And then after that, she started taking these haunted eye objects from people to help them, you know, if they need. But she's an awesome person. She's wonderful. I love Mary Jo to death. So, um, and of course, Barnaby and Brandon and I and... Um, we should have one more. And, of course, Dr. Barrett. Never met Jer- uh, Jeremy, but I can't wait. Katie, he's awesome. So, we have a lot awesome lineup coming up. So, lots of fun things. We're going to make it really fun. You know. It's but
0: awesome.
1: uh, Yep. I mean, it's just... It's going to be really cool. I think a lot of our... I know Sam is so excited. He's been everywhere except for South Carolina. <laughs> so it's the first one here
0: <laughs> see that was that was one of the reasons i wanted to come too because i had never been to south or north carolina so that crosses off two of my last uh few states off my list
1: yeah it's just we don't get much you know and i we kind of want to bring stuff down this way we have haunted places too you know but it just takes the getting out there and getting the places known and it's just like i never and i'm I've been in South Carolina since 2015. I've never heard of it. But I was amazed. The rock, if you can't really see behind it, but that is the petroglyph rock that I put on top of it. But if you go to the honey at the Meal, I've got pictures. We actually were able to walk on this rock. It's just... We got some... Not to give it away, but when we did a little preliminary, um, a lot of Rimpod action on that rock. <laughs> so... But it's really cool. Absolutely.
0: All right, so March 24th through the 26th in uh, Pickens, South Carolina. All the information is on our website, and you can get tickets at wisconsincaps.com. Just go to our public events page. And uh, otherwise, do you you have a website just for this yet or no?
1: No, we don't have a website. We just basically have our Facebook page or the Facebook group. Go to the Haunting at the Meal, and all the information is up there. Um, So just go there. You ask Brandon and I any questions you want, and if you have any, we've got plenty of vendor spots available. Come on out for anything you know, anything related. Um, gosh, if he makes crafts for um paranormal, we got um, of course, KD's going to have his supernatural ink equipment. Scott Horn, who's Horn Paranormal, I bought my first SLS camera from him. I asked him to come, I talked to him, he's coming, so I can't wait. He's from the Sturgeon, South Dakota, and mm-hmm. he's making a lot of really cool equipment. Going to bring it so. Very cool. be neat. We're gonna have a good time. And awesome. I'm, I'm all you excited. northerners, all you northerners up there in Wisconsin, <laughs> March is not bad in South Carolina. Now, now I'm not saying it won't be because we had this first really cold spell that came down, but generally you don't even have to wear a jacket. You know, I would bring a jacket, <laughs> but generally March is a very, you know, it's not cold, especially not like Wisconsin.
0: We went to uh Kentucky and Tennessee in June and my mom froze. <laughs> oh, <no>. Really? <laughs> go go watch the episode. Uh, it's our Turtle Man episode and we, we went down there and uh there she is with her little beanie and sweatshirt. And
1: <laughs> I was gonna say, let's see, this Jupiter day has been in the high sixties, I think. So yeah, Today? it's it just yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's been nice. Um it's only fifty-four now. And it's uh 9 30 here. It's nine thirty here oh. and fifty four. So, generally, we never really get, like, that burst, the the bad weather just came through. That was the first since I've been here in 2015. And we had winds worse than hurricane winds. I'm like, seriously? (laughs) So, generally, you know, but, well, I'm just, all seriousness, it's usually very mild. It's not, maybe in the evenings it gets cooler, but don't worry about being, like, frozen. Now watch us get 10 feet of snow. (laughs) But... Because I know that was one of the things you would ask, or um Scott may have asked me what the weather was like mm. here in March. I said, no, it was really usually nice. Don't hold me to it if it got snow on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Not the weather, God. <laughs> <laughs> Not... <coughs> but anyway, but thank you for having me <laughs> this. Definitely. I'm sorry Thanks to so long. <laughs>
0: no. That's all right. I look forward to seeing you guys, and uh, I think I think my mom will be coming down with this one out with me, so uh, you'll get to meet her as well. So, I'm excited. anybody out there? Anybody out there in South Carolina area, North Carolina, Georgia, anywhere in that vicinity? Come on out and meet us, and uh, go okay. check it out in uh, March. So,
1: that's right. Yeah, please come out.
0: All I'm right. Sure well,
1: see Caps and see um, Raven and Supernatural Ink. We'll all be
0: absolutely. there. Awesome awesome I can't wait and until next time guys we'll see you out there bye thanks for listening to this week's episode of whispers from the dark to find out more about cryptids anomalies and the paranormal society visit us at our website at wisconsincaps.com that's wisconsincaps.com there you can find links to all of our social media, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and our Patreon. You will see links to our online store as well, where you can get t-shirts, DVDs, and more. If you click on the public events page, you can find out where you can meet us in person and all the public events we have coming up. If you enjoy our podcast or our YouTube shows, please consider becoming a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Caps. There you can find behind-the-scenes pictures and videos from all of our media, as well as bonus footage and evidence that we have collected. If you have encountered something you can't explain, we want to hear from you. Visit our website and click on Submit a Report on our main screen. You can choose to leave your contact information or simply remain anonymous. You can also reach us via email at wisconsincaps at gmail.com. If you would like to be a guest on our show, please contact us on our Whispers from the Dark podcast page on Facebook or send us an email at wisconsincaps.com. Remember to like, share, and subscribe wherever you listen or watch or find us.